1: You are listening to About Progress. This is episode 199. I'm going to introduce this month's theme. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I am here to guide you toward living the life you want. Each week, you'll hear interviews and teachings on how to balance self-development with self-acceptance. Listen in and join our community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. So nice to be back in my recording chair behind the mic here for you to talk all about this month's theme. So let's do it. Let's introduce the theme for September, 2019. to change. Yes, this is our theme for the month. Last month, we talked all about resting, taking a break. And I find that these periods of rest help recenter us. And they also teach us where we want to make some needed changes. So that's how those two connect to me. In our Dear Progressor episode last month, it's always the last episode of the month. I shared a little bit more about what I learned during my break. But in this episode, I'm going to talk about what the next phase of that is. After you learn, you change. So how can we go about a season where it's time to make some changes? Those changes require courage, and they require work and hard effort. We're going to dig into all of that in this introductory episode. First, I have to report back to you on my do somethings from last month. So let's do our segment, just do something. As a reminder, this is where we have a whole list of bucket list items for the year. These aren't goals, but they are something for us to aspire to. They challenge us. In short, they are sub things that scare us. So do something that scares you. That's what it stands for. Um this month I had a lot more time to do my do sub things, including reading a ton. That was something that was really important to me. I really wanted to make that a priority. So I have read so many books, including Hunger, I miss you when we blink. Uh, Rosemary, China Rich Girlfriend, Essentialism, Man's Search for Meaning, For the Love, among others. I also finished um, Miranda Anderson's book, More Than Enough, which I am such a huge fan of. Love that. And that's just a total free plug. It's such a good book. And I read, um, like I said, Essentialism. I have so much more to say on that one, especially um, in coming episodes. On top of the reading, I signed up for a ballet class because I'm going to start dancing around here and I'm hoping I can because today at Costco I actually threw out my back so keep your fingers crossed for me that it heals quickly so I'm doing an adult ballet class and my first class I did there was really hilarious to me I could barely touch my toes my back killed me um and pointing was hilarious the teacher uh yelled at me a few times (laughs) So, um, I'm doing it though. That was something I really wanted to do this year. And because of that, I have been exercising my feet, trying to point cramp free, working on my turnout, my leg extensions, my flexibility. And I feel so old, you guys, I'm so old, but I'm really excited to try this. And I'll let you know how it goes next month because I have to try out for the local dance troupe they're doing. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I signed up for master masterclass. Um, this is an online site. You pay a certain amount a year to get unlimited access to all these classes taught by incredible experts all across the board from um, space explorers uh, to acting, directing, writing, cooking, and it's been really fun to dive into that. One of my goals next month, and I say they're not goals, but one of my goals of my do something list is to figure out how to sign up for a play eventually. Um, That is on my list and it's really terrifying, but something I want to do. I told you in the Dear Progressor episode, how I did a billion home projects last month, including painting like everything you possibly can think of painting and um and connected and connected to a house. I did that. And if you want to see much more about what I did this month, oh, and I also signed up for flute lessons officially. We're officially signed up every other week starting in two weeks, so I'm scared for that too. Guys, I'm doing things that scare me, and I hope you are too, because that's what makes our lives rich. And it gives us the passions we need and it helps direct us to uh the directions we need to go in our lives and I'm going to get off my soapbox before I keep going there. But if you want to see what I've been up to and some examples of things you can steal for your own list, it's never too late to start your own list. Go to aboutprogress.com do something 2019. Usually at the beginning of our introductory episodes, I also tell you about the sponsor for our month. But since we're already well into this episode, I want to save that for the middle. So we're going to take a break in the middle to introduce this month's th- sponsor, who I'm really excited to share about. And they have a huge discount for you. And they I don't think I've ever seen them give this discount to anyone online. So stay tuned for that. OK, let's talk about changing. How many of you love the movie You Got Mail? <laughs> I hope it's all of us. There's just not a better pairing on cinema with Meg Ryan's and Tom Hanks, right? So I really love the beginning when they talk about fall because it really is the best season. Fall is the best season, right? He writes her an email saying, I would send you a bouquet of newly sharpened pencils if I had your address. The beginning of the school year is seriously what I feel like the beginning of the year. I know the year technically starts in January, but I think September is honestly a new beginning. It's the perfect month to have a fresh start, to refresh our goals, to evaluate our lives, and to make changes. So if I could start this with a quick challenge that you just look at September as a fresh start for you, even if you don't have kids in school or kids at all, it it can be your January right now. So can I start... Telling you more about this by admitting to you that I had a different plan for this month. We were actually going to talk about be adventurous. That was going to to be our theme. We'd already interviewed a few people with that theme in mind, but I just felt troubled about it. And the more and more I thought about that theme, I decided it would turn people off. It would not communicate what I had wanted to communicate. It wasn't about adventures so much as it was daring to do things differently, live uniquely try new things, and make changes to do those. So that's why with a lot of thought and seriously prayer, I prayed over this month's theme. I decided to change the theme to Dare to Change because it takes courage to do that. You have to get uncomfortable. You have to get messy. You have to know why it matters to you. Um, And it can be a, a lot of different areas in your life. So this month is more about how to live in a way that reflects your values. I think that's what We need to change about ourselves, not to measure up to someone else's standards, what other people are doing in social media or even in your neighborhood. I want you to think about throughout the month what your values are and what you need to change in your life to better reflect those values. So some inner and outer changes that need to be in place in order to live life on the terms that you really resonate with, but perhaps you're not living up to. The progress plan this month, it's a free plan that you can get at aboutprogress.com free is designed to help you figure this out. You can go and print that off. You can do it on your own after, or you can pause this recording, print it out and do it alongside me. But even if you don't do it, you're still, I'm still going to walk you through it and you're going to get a lot of value from this. And it's funny I just said value because that's where we're going to start. Back in January, this idea of values came up in Tony Overbay's interview, and on how to stop hating yourself. And I have much more to say about the interview later this year. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that. But I have thought about it all year long. Uh, values guide our lives; they truly do. It's so much of what makes up who we are and the choices we make from small to big things. And yet. So many of our daily decisions, routines, and habits don't really line up to our values. Now, Tony gave us a resource for us that I have linked in the progress um, progress plan for this month of of an exercise you can do. It's a list of 57 values, I believe, maybe it's 58, that you can go through and decide what really resonates with you. And the key for these is to do the ones that you look at and you say, that's me. You have to go, what I would have you do is when you're going through that list of 57 values and you're trying to decide, is that me? Is that me? And you circle, you cross out, circle, cross out, and then you go through it again and again and again until you get down to like six values that really matter to you. As you're doing that, I would encourage you to actually do it as fast as possible until maybe you get to the last 15 and 10 and then be more thoughtful about it. And the reason I say that is because when we're going rapid fire, we're really going with our gut. Otherwise we can let other people's opinions and our shoulds and our families and our cultures and our religions get in the way. And the other thing that can come up for us as you're going through a list of values is this fear of not choosing the right one or getting confused because they're all good. Values are all good. So it's not that you have to choose the best one and that you're saying one doesn't matter if you cross it off. It's not that. It's what really stands true to you. So as part of this month's progress plan, I want you to go through that list of values that Tony linked us up with. um, And I want you to decide what Values really stand out to you. And again, the other ones, it's not that they don't matter, but they're not who you are in your heart. I did this myself. And so I'm going to share with you some of the examples of the values I'm talking about. Cause I know when we think about value, we think about morality, integrity, um, charity, like things like that. And those are all definitely on the list. But this list has way more options that I think are super important. So mine include these are my top um, seven. I narrowed it down to seven. Authenticity beauty, supportiveness, persistence, self-development, no surprise there, creativity, and self-care. Those are my top seven values. What really matters to you? Okay. That's what you think about. Now, when I did that exercise, let me be honest with you. When I saw beauty being there, I thought I shouldn't choose that one because that's superficial. But the, the more I went through the list over and over and over again, and I initially circled beauty and I kept coming back to it, I realized I do value beauty. If you know me, I really love things that are beautiful. And I'm talking about nature, going outside and noticing the beauty around me is huge. Within my own home, I like to make things look beautiful. That is one of my um, gifts, I think, and my values of making the world beautiful more beautiful around me, not necessarily like my body and my kids and all of that. I let a lot of things go, but I want you to challenge whatever things come up for you as you go through that list and you're thinking, I can't do that. That's superficial or that's not good enough or that's not um, worthy or righteous enough. They all matter. So make sure you choose the values that matter to you. So before you consider changes, you need to think about your values. And the reason why is because what really matters to you needs to be reflected in how you live your life, even from your routines and your habits. So like beauty for me is reflected in my desire to go for walks every day and keep my home clean. Like that's an important thing for me. And I have habits and routines in place. Um, authenticity, which is really important for me, is is how I guide the work I do here and online and with my friends and family. Um, self-development, I think I could go on and on about all of these but the point is I do my best to line my life with those and oftentimes they're not though so if if you're worried about that there are times where I I realize on this list I am not living up to my values and when that happens it's time to make changes to support those values and who I really am and how I want to to live my life. So what I'm going to do next is talk you through three different types of changes, because there are many different levels of changes. There's a spectrum of change. I don't want you to be overwhelmed at this theme or what I'm walking you through because you think... That means I'm going to have to do really hard work for a really long time and achieve really amazing things. That's not what changes need to be. So I'm going to dig into three different types of changes. But first, let's now have um, the introduction to this month's sponsor.
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: All right, let's dig into these three types of changes that I wanna to talk to you about. And these are just three for today. I'm sure there are many more, but these are the three we are going to cover. The first type of change you might want to go through and need to go through um, is circumstantial. This is our environment, okay? Um, including things that we might need to outsource, home management, organization, things in our environment that require change. That's the first type of change. The second is... Um, type of change is our I'm trying to say is this have are or is the second type of change is the habits and routines we have that's those that's another area of improvement we need to change in so that can be like going to bed social media time management exercise spirituality and on and on so that's a sep- second type habit and routine the third type of change are those deep changes so we're talking about relationships self sabotage Um, numbing behaviors that you go through, how you think about yourself, how you navigate your life. These are big internal changes. So again, circumstantial habits and routines, deep internal. Let's move into each one of these just to kind of give you a little teaching on them. And with the progress plan, you're also going to dig into these three to figure out what kind of changes you need to start working on. Um, And we're not going to have a list of 20 under each one by the end. So don't get overwhelmed by this. Okay, I'm going to walk you through it. So first, circumstantial environment. This is how we get up in the morning. This is how we organize our home. These are things in our surrounding environment I want you to consider what in your environment can be shifted and cultivated and worked on that would help everything else. Now, this summer, I tried some circumstantial um, differences in our home. I, I tried to switch up some things. To that in hopes that it would help support our values of being connected as a family and um, caring for ourselves. I realized I was really lacking in self-care, which is why I needed a whole break off in August. So I tried to make some changes in my environment to help support what I was missing and lacking and needing more, like including self-care. So one of the things that I did this summer was I outsourced um, my cleaning of my house that was something new I tried. I also had groceries delivered, um, and I, I had, a, had a babysitter come three days a week for three or four hours. Um, so those are some of the things I tried in my environment in hopes that it would also help me with the other big changes I need to make or to help support the values that I was lacking in. Um, supporting in my life, which actually was my own self-development too, because of this community and my family life and how I try my very best to only work on this community during nap time and bedtime. I was severely lacking in my own self-development and my own self-care. And those are things I tried. And just so you know, I'm already switching up some of those. So that's okay, right? So consider what circumstantial things in your environment can you work on that will make a big difference. Perhaps you need help with meal planning. Perhaps you need help um, or deeply organizing some closets or systems in your home or getting rid of half of the clothes your kids have or you have. What is something in your environment that could change that would help everything else in your life or kind of have this trickle-down effect? Those circumstantial changes I really think can't be underestimated. I think it's easy to underestimate the power they have, but time and time again, whenever I'm in a funk, and that's something we talked about with Natalie Norton a few months ago, that was a whole episode. Whenever I'm in a funk, if I change something in my environment and my circumstances, it helps me, my deep side, whatever I'm going through internally. This kind of goes hand in hand with number two, the second way to change your habits and routines. Again, going to bed, social media, time management, exercise, spirituality. So these are habits and routines that go with those things. So how you go to bed, how you use social media. One of the examples I have of something I realized um, a few months ago in my progress uh, program, when I was coaching um, my ladies through this about one area they wanted to improve—a routine and habit. A lot of them talked about the spiritual study that they needed to improve, and I realized I needed to do that too. I needed to work on having a better routine in place to to study my um, my do my spiritual study in a way that was really deep and also supporting my other values. Okay, um so that was something that I have been working on um and doing better at, I would say. Another thing that I worked on a habit and routine earlier this year. <laughs> another episode I did um, with Christy Lawler was all about sleep for adults. And if you've been listening to the podcast this year, you know that that was something I really realized was a terrible habit of mine, like a lifelong habit of terrible sleep, going to bed way too late. And I and I like to work out early, so I've had to work hardcore all year on my sleep, and I've gradually been working on getting up earlier in the mornings and. Working working out early. And doing that has changed my life in every way. Okay. Another habit and routine, a personal example that I've been working on is my daily planning. I told you guys about Monk Manual two months ago for a reason. They are my go-to, but I had to create a habit and routine in order to make that happen. So every night when I say my prayers, I now couple that with my planning session. I stay on my knees and I take out my planner and I plan, I reflect on my day and I with the planner, there's a place for you to reflect, and then I plan for my next one. And by the way, that discount code should still work for them for ten percent off uh, for about with about progress. Once I got serious about making those, you know, what seemed like unimportant habits and routines in place in my life, I I feel the difference overall. Back when I was really owning the huge goals I had for this community last year, I had a whole long list of different things I wanted to accomplish for the About Progress community. And I was prompted by my business coach, Preston Pugmire, to narrow it down to one thing, one thing that would change everything and get all of those little, like that mountain of little tasks I had to do in order to get the big goals accomplished. And for me, that was sleep. Sleep. And it wasn't even on my list of goals that I had for the community and for myself. But once I really thought about it, I realized that one habit of mine could make or break these big goals I had. Your habits and your routines matter so much. A book I read this uh, past month too, and I forgot to put it on my list earlier This uh, in this episode, is The Power of Habit. It's an excellent book. I listened to it, can't recommend it enough. And the Atomic Habits is on my nightstand, which is next to read for me, and many of you have recommended that. I would recommend um diving into learning more about the science behind habits because, whoa, I can't uh, spend that time here now. But the biggest thing I can tell you right here, here's, here's a nutshell from all this research I've read, not just in, the, in those books, but in essentialism and tons of other books too and articles. One thing at a time. That's it, one thing. We did a whole month on habits and honestly, I hadn't even read those books yet. And I wish I could reverse that. They also, I have on my nightstand a Time Magazine special on habits too. There's a lot of research out there. So listen back to that month on, on, on habits, get into those books, um, magazines, and learn about how to create a new habit. And again, it's one thing at a time and in very small doable ways. So think about one habit, one routine, just one, not 20 just one. I mean, you can brainstorm 20, but narrow it down to one that you know needs to be at the top of your list to work on. Like I said, that was sleep for me earlier this year. And now I'm working on other things, daily planning, working out spiritual study, Um, figure out the one you can start with. Let's move into the third area of changes. These are the deep inner changes, our relationships, how we numb ourselves, how we think about ourselves. These deeper changes that are hard, they require us to pressure ourselves in good, but very hard ways. These require a different level of, of courage that entail persistence where you don't see the end from the beginning. I have been through many of these myself, and I'm sure you have too. I mean, one of my examples is my eating disorder, right? 12 years in, actually, maybe I'm now like 13 years in, I can now see the growth I've had. Like looking back, I can now see, but for a big bulk of that 12, 13 years, it was near impossible to see an end in mind. These deep changes require courage and persistence. I said that in the beginning, I'm going to say it again and again, courage and persistence, and they are worth it. And you know what? They never really end. And I don't say that as uh, in a pessimistic light, that's what life is about. These struggles, these deep struggles that we might not see the end from the beginning, and we have to keep having that courage and persistence to keep trying. I'm in the middle of one myself, and I have been in the middle of that for many, many years, and it's hard. Um, sometimes I see little glimpses of progress, but not very often. But I have to rely on my prior experiences with my eating, discover um, my eating recovery, um, with eating disorders, my faith journeys. Some of the most important changes in my life, the deep inner changes and the hardest to change have required the most time and with that, the most courage and the most persistence. So I know you probably already have one of these. Something in mind that you know this is my deep inner change, the one that will take me years to do. And it's the long haul and it's one I'm willing to keep going on even though I don't see the end from the beginning. You are not alone. You are not alone there. We all have that. So this is what I want to tell you about with all of these habits or all of these changes. If we want to work on these changes from the circumstantial to the habits and routines to the e- deep inner changes, we need to drop the all or nothing thinking that is so easy to fall into. And I want to say more on that. So I'm making that a growth spurt episode later this month. But I thought what might be nice for you is for you to hear what it's like for someone who who has been doing this work, who has a self-development podcast and a community and um, coaches women through it too. And what she knows she needs to change. And I'm talking third person here. So me, I need to change. I'm just like you. I have struggles. I have circumstantial routines and habits and inner big changes that I am working on right now. So this month, as we are talking about daring to change... Here are some of the things I'm considering taking on this month in all three areas. So I'll just go through this briefly. And I think at the end of the month, I'll tell you what I ended up deciding to work on and what I'm doing. So under the circumstantial realm, um, I've decided, and this is when I actually started, to have Um, Some girls from my church come to clean my house once a week instead of the house cleaners once every other week. It's going to be one way more affordable, and two, I can train them. um, And three, my expectations will be a lot lower, which was part of the problem with house cleaners. And I could tell you about that in a whole other episode too, which I will. That's one of the circumstantial changes I've made recently to help support my values of self development and self care because I realized I still needed that help um, in order to, you know, be be present for my family, but also for myself. A second thing I'm doing is my kids are making their own lunches. I have a first and third grader now. They are, when they get home from school, now emptying their lunches, putting it in the dishwasher and making their own lunches. Isn't that a simple circumstantial change that can make a big difference? And the third one is I'm going to have them start doing their own laundry. My eight-year-old is going to learn today how to do her own laundry. And she and her six-year-old brother are are learning to fold on their own too. So those are some circumstantial changes we're already in the process of making. Thanks to this last month of having a break, I realized those are things I could start doing. But what I'm thinking about is doing a mini capsule wardrobe. This came and this was inspired by um, Miranda Anderson in her book More Than Enough. She talked about having five favorites of each type of thing. So maybe five different favorite shirts, five different pairs of pants, um, five different, I don't know, those kind of items. So I am thinking about doing that for September. Um, I'm recording this at the end of August. So I'm going to give myself a few days to start figuring that out. And I'm going to take you along my journey with my mini capsule wardrobe throughout September on Instagram. You can join me there at About Progress. The second area of change, habits, routines. I have been working on changing my, how I stretch and strengthen my feet. Because of the dancing classes, I realized if I can't touch my toes, how am I going to do anything? If my feet can barely go and releve, how can I dance at all? So that is a habit I've been beginning to do. When I get home from my walk with my two little boys each morning, and um, we drop off the big kids and we go for a little walk, when I get home, I've been stretching and strengthening my feet. Another habit and routine I'm trying to work on is eating real food throughout the day. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I suddenly don't like real food in the morning. And at lunch, I just want to keep eating like different protein bars or lots of handfuls of chocolate chips. And I am an intuitive eater. I I don't think there's anything wrong with those foods, but I can see that that might be a change I need to make so I have better energy. So instead of reaching for the protein bar, or even the um, bag of chocolate chips twenty times a day. I'm still gonna, I'm gonna try to reach for a hard boiled egg or a banana, like having real food. The third thing is the the big inner changes. Man, there's so much I could say here, but a lot of it is a little TMI. So here's ones that I can share with you. More children. That is something my husband and I are really thinking about, and I'm sure he's thrilled that I just shared that here. Um, right now, uh, you know, we're 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 not sure. So we're thinking about what what big changes can we make with our family, whether we have more children or not. What can we do to have our family be happier at home and to have a more supportive atmosphere and to have more joy in our home? Um, I am trying to decide if we need to move. My husband is part of that decision too. Like, do we need to stay here in California, or should we move somewhere else out of state uh, to help with our families too? So part of how we're trying to think about these big changes as we are committed to going on a week, uh, every other week date night. I got a babysitter to come every other week. That's another thing I made guys. That's a circumstantial change I made to help support these bigger changes Is I hired a babysitter and said every other Friday night, you're going to be here and I'll pay you a few more dollars an hour. Um, so you'll commit to it. So we're going to do that date and we're going to go to the temple which we already did once this past weekend um which is a place for us to really think about these big decisions together and really pray and fast about them to help support our these decisions we need to make. So those are some of the, the changes I'm considering this month. I'm a changer. I love to change. This is one of my gifts, I think. And I think it's kind of, um, we had a guest, Corey Connors, who said last year, a blurse, it's a blessing and a curse mixed together. My blurse is I love changing. I love growing and developing myself. And for many years, that was out of a place of not loving myself. And now it's different. And so I could create a list of 100 things I want to change about myself. And I'm like that in January. Like I can have 100 things I'm going to change all at once. And that doesn't work. So with this progress plan of this month, and as we talked this through with you, I want you to get really centered first but before you even think about changes, think about your values, and then go through these three areas. I want you to decide one change, Per area, I shared more here because I want to give you some ideas, but it's best, honestly, in practice to only narrow it down to one circumstantial change, one habit routine change, one big inner change that you want to work on. And I want to hear what changes you decided on and how you've been working on growing on them and how you develop the courage and the persistence to dare to change. So I want to hear about those in our Dear Progressor episode. You can find out how to contribute to that by going to aboutprogress.com slash be on the show. This is the month I need to hear from you because I am trying to decide if the Dear Progressor episode is working or not. It's my favorite episode. um, But if we only have two or three submissions a month, it's kind of one of those episodes that turns into Monica just talking a lot again. So contribute. Um, and share with us how you are daring to change. What circumstantial habit routines, deep interchanges are you working on and what has helped you do so? So you can find the progress plan at aboutprogress.com slash free. Don't forget to sign up for the free class I'm teaching on procrastination. Also on my website aboutprogress.com slash free class. And I'm going to be announcing next week, I think the very, very big thing I've been working on throughout all of August. I kind of gave you a sneak peek in the Dare Progressor episode last month. But next week, I'm going to be announcing that huge thing I worked on all August, so stay tuned for that. Before I send you off, I want to give you a little preview of what you're going to hear this month. You are going to hear from one mom who changed her everyday control freak nature after going through cancer and what she had to change about her day-to-day life and how she was navigating from a place of control. Um, We're also going to talk to an internal medicine doctor who teaches you about why you're exhausted all the time and what you can do about it and change in order to help your exhaustion. And we're going to finally talk to another woman, <coughs> excuse me, whose family decided to rent out their home and travel the world together as a young family. And then shortly after our interview, she actually got diagnosed with breast cancer. So we did another recording to follow up with that, um, to kind of connect the two together in those lessons. It's going to be an incredible month. I also have some great growth spurts all written up and ready for you. I can't wait to share them all, including our 200th episode um yeah yeah coming up that's gonna be on Friday a happy 200 episodes I can't believe we made it this far I have so much to announce to you um so much coming can't wait to share more I am so grateful you are here and I just hope you know that you make this podcast possible and I am so grateful for you each and every day I honestly say prayers of gratitude for this podcast and this community keep growing friends and remember life is about progress not perfection